0: Welcome to our podcast, where we discuss mindful consumption, personal style, and the quest for living a more intentional life. I'm Alyssa, and I'm a sustainable stylist.
1: I'm Christina, a shopaholic turned minimalist-ish. And I'm Sina, a color consultant and slow fashion style coach.
0: Together, we will unpack the nuances of what it really means to be a conscious consumer and find more joy in what we have right now. So grab your tea, your coffee, whatever your favorite drink of choice is, and join us in the conversation.
2: Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, I want to bring up this really interesting article I saw on CNN Business the other day, and it is that the most wanted secondhand brands are no longer luxury. Mid-tier brands have better resale value, and there is a shift in the secondhand shopping market as a preference to buy mid-tier versus buying new overall. So we're we're saying goodbye to our like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, Prada and now kind of shopping in favor of brands like Levi's, Madewell and more like mid-tier accessible types of brands.
0: I have a question which I would love I wish this article answered and I'm trying to figure it out right now as we speak. I wonder it's saying They are the most popular brands with the best resale value. So I, my question is like, are they actually the most popular in terms of volume or is it just the margin that sellers are getting that is better? Do you know what I mean? Like what's making these Mm. more popular or is it like, is the market equally saturated with designer things? Or is this just a, a question of of like the the actual profitability of the garment? Do you know what is, does this make sense? Right. What I'm asking, mm-hmm. like I would love to. So actually, I'm looking. Okay, so I'm looking on Poshmark. J Crew knitwear is ranging from anywhere between like fourteen dollars to I see a sweater going for forty. And then if I'm on the J Crew website, shop their cashmere for women. Holy. So, okay, here's my, now their cashmere is selling for like $200, $100. So I I guess I'm, I guess I'm just, I'm just wondering where, where this is coming from. Like, is it just about the value of the garment or is it because these brands are actually more popular? I don't know. I don't know if this makes any sense. Yeah,
2: that's interesting. You know? I think it's for me. I'm reading it as, and I, yeah, they don't really go into detail about that, so that's kind of interesting. Um, but I, th- what I'm reading this is as, in people are leaning and seeking, people are leaning into and seeking out mid-tier brands secondhand more often than they are mm. the higher-end luxury, um, which and and classically historically highly coveted brands. So to me, I'm reading that as people are moving away from wanting to acquire these like status items in favor of more affordable and maybe even reliable sort of mid level
1: items.
0: I think that makes so much more sense. Could it that be I'm sorry?
1: No, no, I was just gonna oh, say sorry. It's good. Yeah, no, because of like the rise of like quiet luxury I don't know if you've guys if you guys have mm, seen that like succession core thing being mentioned yeah maybe it's something about that too like people want the good quality like the better quality items but they don't necessarily want it to scream like a luxury and logos and look at me mm. um maybe it could have something to do with that as well
2: yeah I think so. Yeah. I think it's um yeah like it's not a flex anymore like when did it become cringe to have a logo and to to show off your mm. luxury goods um as
1: opposed to if you know you know core? <laughs> it's funny because I actually sold my vintage <gasps> Chanel back earlier yes. this year I because of it. like i it it's like. You know, as much as I love that bag, it was ridiculously expensive for how poor quality. It was like in really bad condition. Like it was good quality probably at the time, but the, the condition of it was really, really bad. And I just never really settled with that like big CC logo on it. It just felt a little bit too flashy every time I wore it. And I don't know if maybe like without even knowing I've been influenced by this, um, like consumers maybe wanting to not show off as much but or it could be just like the fact that I entered a new like phase of life and it just felt kind of weird wearing like a Chanel bag and when you're living like like a small town and you're walking up the street with your daughter and you're going to the playground like it just didn't really merge with my lifestyle and and like who I am Um, definitely each to their own and I'm not like slagging it off but it's just it's funny how to think about maybe I was influenced without even knowing it (laughs) totally i
2: i can really empathize with that because i used to chase luxury so much and like like needing the gucci loafers and the belt and like all that stuff as like to flex some kind of like status to people like so a stranger would walk down the street and look at my feet and know, oh, wow, she must have money or she must have her shit together. And like, that's a lot of the, that was a lot of my motivation um, in acquiring the brands for a long time. But I always felt so yucky at the same time. Like, like I, I still have those shoes. I should really get rid of them. They tear mm-hmm. up my feet um, mm-hmm. and they're beautiful. But like, whenever I put them on, I would like tell myself. Oh, but you're like $120,000 in the hole. You're in debt. You drive a car from 2007. You like, like my, the rest of my lifestyle and bank account never matched what I was trying to flex that I had.
1: Mm. You know what
2: I mean? It was a mm. kind of a lie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but, uh, I always love, I
0: just, I, I always love how honest you are. I think we say this often, Christina. I think it's like so many of us feel this way if this were you now and you were looking at like how do you shop secondhand now like do those brands especially because you are out of debt and you can it's almost like you are in this completely different financial position how do you feel about the more you know obviously affluent clothes now like are they as important to
2: you or I have definitely been I feel like a little bit influenced by like TikTok in the past year, like um, really kind of diving into the rabbit hole of like luxury. um, I'm into like luxury vintage right now. So Mm -hmm. like looking on places like Vestiaire or uh, what is it? The real, real um, sort of consignment like that. Like I bought a secondhand Bottega Mm -hmm. bag uh, from like the early 2000s. And to me that – was like really cool and fun and for me it's like an a lot more affordable avenue to explore because I do still like it but I really am trying to figure out like what I'm trying to say and like why I am drawn to these brands still I think some of it is still a bit of a status thing like almost as a validation to be like I've earned the right to buy this Mm -hmm. now which I think is okay um but i know i'm i'm exploring the motivations and like the whys around why i am drawn to these things now i'm still trying to figure that out Mm because i think a little bit all the time like regardless of like if it's got a logo and if it's expensive there's always going to be that little bit of flex and whether but i think it's also like the relationship that you have to it now like for me now it's almost like look what i've accomplished i'm proud of myself Whereas before I was trying to tell people I was something that I wasn't, you know? So I don't think it has to be like a yucky thing all the time, but I Mm. think it has to be something that you know you can afford and that you feel comfortable and uh, and aligned with yourself Mm. with wearing. So like, Sina, you didn't feel like the Chanel bag really made sense for you anymore. And I think that I can totally see that too.
1: Yeah, and should we talk a little bit about maybe also, like, um, like just a question if if we're using like secondhand as an excuse to overconsume? Like, is it a mm-hmm. like the article that we just talked about? Is it a reflection of that? Maybe that we we want more for less. Oh,
0: is it like? The first, like, the regular retail market being replicated now on a
1: resale scale almost? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Because, the like, it, when you talk about secondhand, ex, you know, secondhand shopping exploding and more and more people are buying secondhand, it's, it, it sounds great, like, in terms of sustainability, but are we just transferring one way of overconsuming to another way of overconsuming? Mm-hmm. Especially because sometimes when I'm browsing... Um, especially online, like if I'm browsing on Year, there's so many fashion items that still have their tag on. So are we buying things, you know, as an excuse also to resell them later? Is it becoming like a...
0: 100%. It's like a crutch to overconsume or like um, a justification. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, oh, it's okay. I'll just sell yeah. this. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. And then it's 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 immediately mm-hmm. sustainable. Like I think, I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes secondhand shopping gets this like glorification of like being the ultimate sustainable way of shopping and it definitely I, I would say like for me I definitely go secondhand first it's my preferred way of shopping it takes mm-hmm. away so many layers um, for you as a consumer to know if this brand is greenwashing or not um but I just can't help but think you know a little yeah. bit deeper than that
2: the the you know the 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 thrift halls mm. and like all of that kind of stuff I think yeah, yeah because it's so easy to get so much more for so cheap and it's like there's no there's a lot less friction at least from what I've observed through um, from a financial standpoint and almost from a circularity standpoint in the sense like Oh, this shirt cost me five dollars. It's not really like I can, I can absorb that sunk cost, and if I don't ever end up wearing it, then I can just like redonate it or resell it. Um, and so the, I think the barrier to entry and like the barrier to to do the to do that shopping repeatedly is quite
1: low. Yeah, and also because like secondhand shopping, especially if it's if it's online, it's not like there's like zero. Um, how do you say like um, you know? There's still the shipping and everything. There's like still zero like zero carbon a lot footprint. Of, um, you're thinking
0: is that okay? Yeah,
1: exactly. There's still like a carbon footprint mm. connected to it, which I think people sometimes think it's just like that. It just automatically removes mm. all the layers.
0: Yeah, it's not like a silver
2: bullet.
1: I definitely think it's the better way to shop. Yeah, um, if yeah, you I can, agree.
2: and if you have, if you have access, and you know, if there's sizes available and um, all that kind of stuff, but yeah there's definitely a um in many cases it can be like moving from shopping like let's say fast fashion or just it's still another form of consumerism that i think Mm -hmm. we have to stay mindful of and um for me just coming from a perspective of like you know where too much stuff too much clutter overwhelms me um it's so much easier to get more and be like you know, because it's cheap and it's easy and it's like, how could I pass up this deal or this is one of a kind, how can I let it go? It's very easy to over-accumulate, I think, in that sense too. Yeah,
0: Mm. 100%. I think that's why, like, in one of our first episodes, we talked about, like, what does slow fashion and sustainability mean for us? And all three of us had, like, that common denominator of, well, it's a mindset, it's a way of life, it's habits, it's things like that. So I think that really underscores how how like it not it doesn't matter that it's secondhand what matters is how it's not where you shop it's how you shop i also wonder if it's just a matter of the resale market being saturated with these mid-tier brands because if you think about it the mid-tier market has been suffering the most in retail like as as the retail market has been changing like think of how many of these mid-tier brands have been closing at least from Canada like their Canadian stores like over as soon as accelerated fast fashion became more popular i think the consumer has a choice like they're either going to save and buy these designer things or they're going to be like well why why would i go to j crew and spend you know, the $200 on a cashmere sweater when I can go to H&M and buy one for $50. So the the middle, the mid-tier has been suffering for so long. Um, but people still wonder, want the quality. You know? Yes. Yeah. And I wonder if it's like consumers who loved the mir- the mid-tier market and now they don't really have that access to it on the on the like I don't know what do you call like first like on on the on the traditional retail side so now they're finding these things resale like I wonder if it's if it's a function of that as well or if it's more like that aesthetic choice you know
2: Mm, that's really interesting I think it could be I think there's a at least I'm seeing I'm noticing this I think there's a great interest in vintage clothes and Mm. I'm gonna date myself Year, but like 90s clothes being vintage. They are. Um, <laughs> they are. I feel old. They, sorry, yeah, is vintage 20, 20, 20 or is it 30 years? 20
0: ago? or 25 years? Anything, over, anything 20. over 20. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, like, yeah, okay, year 2000 yeah, stuff is now vintage
1: in many cases. <sighs> That's crazy. I haven't thought about that. But. No,
0: stop. Let's I stop. You,
1: <laughs> no, getting older is cool. <laughs> it is
0: it's fantastic it's, it is cool
1: we love it look I have a gray Ooh, hair sticking sexy. out right
2: here but um so in in regards to this I think how you, you talk about how you know people still want the quality of a mid-tier brand but I think where you mm. see the most quality is like a vintage mid-tier brand mm-hmm. because a hundred percent I saw like I don't know if you guys have noticed this but like do you feel like clothes are getting worse like new clothes even if it's new it's like I could buy something that I bought five years ago and like buy it today to replace it. And for me, it doesn't feel like the quality is worse or they change the construction Mm
1: -hmm. or like
2: something is different about it. It's almost like corners have been cut a little bit more.
1: I think you're right about that.
2: Yeah. And so it's like if you want like the highest quality and like the natural fibers and all that stuff, it's like, yeah, secondhand and shopping vintage is like the way to go.
0: Mm -hmm. Like better blends, even stuff from the 90s, like... Even we had a lot of really good Canadian manufacturers here who were still manufacturing in the 90s, like in Canada, in North America, you know, they had fit models, yeah. they had showrooms, like...
1: It was at a slower pace, so you have more time to really, like, nurture each piece instead of just, like, quickly mm-hmm. getting it through the...
0: yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like a lot of the good pieces that I have that I get questions about are the vintage like Banana Republic. I have a vintage Banana Republic. I have Vintage Zara that I get asked about, vintage French connection. Everyone loves those. Yeah. Is that right? Is that even a thing? I mean, does yeah, that sound yeah, it, weird if vintage? Then yeah. <laughs> <sighs> But it's true. So it's like, and those are the pieces that people ask mm-hmm. me about the most. And it's like, guys, it's Banana Republic, but like Banana Republic from 1998. Like, it's So it's it's very interesting. Yeah.
2: And that's, and okay, going, circling back to that, mm. I said, I, I'm a circle back girl. Um, Going back to that article, mm. like that's a flex. And to me, that's like, I do agree that in many ways I'm like, oh, that's like really cool. And to me, that's like cooler than like. A brand totally. new Louis Vuitton bag or something. A brand new yeah. totally. Bag. Is that like a new th- I just, feeling yeah. for
0: you though? Is that like a relatively recent preference?
2: Would you say? Mm-hmm. For me, I yeah, I would say so. Um, only because like I think I'm starting to learn about quality and like what to look for and um, you know appreciating like craftsmanship and. Mm having things last and stuff like that and uh, yeah I don't know it's just cool and it's like a little bit nostalgic too like I'm a vintage of the 90s actually 80s um and so it like I think there's a little bit of that that Mm. we're looking for too and to me you just feel that so much more with a garment like that and it's like it's cool it's a cool conversation starter it's a cool like There's just like so many interesting and neat things to talk about. And for me, like I used to always value and like I still have to think about like shopping secondhand first. Like I think my instinct is to when I need something or want something, I'll like buy it and I think it's better to buy new. But this is all like reminding me that it's like, oh, maybe in the vintage and in the older pieces, I'm going to get higher quality and I'm going to get really what I'm looking for there and maybe even at a Hmm. better price.
1: How do you guys feel about the fact that like the cheap, like the ultra fast fashion Mm -hmm. kind of garments are making their way to the thrift stores now? Does it scare you?
0: Yeah, I hear a lot that people are like, I have no good secondhand options in my town or in my city. It's just all full of fast fashion, sheehan, yeah, like really, really cheap, poor quality stuff and... Yeah, it's which is which I think in the article mentions this how a lot of these mid-tier or even fast fashion brands are launching their own resale programs and I wonder I don't know I wonder I mean it the, the thing is is it all ends up in the same place so even if you bring Shein stuff back to Shein they're going to sell it in a bale to you know, a recy- a textile recycler or an NGO, and then they're going to get it dumped anyway. So
1: yeah, yeah it's- and still as, a, as an excuse to still mm-hmm. produce new stuff yeah. at the same rate.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, I think it's sad that people will, we have to sift through a lot more low quality things to find those higher quality mid tier, even if it's mid tier, which now seems high quality, doesn't it? It's funny.
2: I thought this was interesting how um, this article is saying that in an often luxury-filled environment, there used to be somewhat of a stigma surrounding wearing mid-tier brands, but it's now more of a flex to say your cargo pants are from J. Crew than it is to say you're wearing a Prada backpack. And then it goes on to say that it's a bragging right for consumers to say that they're on trend and within budget. So I think it's like... I mean, well, I think it's a little bit of a sign of our times, right? Of economic times, this looming recession and uh, this, you know, I'm seeing a lot on of trends leaning back into minimalism, which was very big in like the 2010s, 2015s, um, post the 2008 recession. And now we're moving into, you know, we have sky high inflation, we have cost of living crisis crises um all over the world and it's a little bit of a as tiktok would call it like a recession core thing so i think fashion is still very important to um many people and i think it's yeah it's shifting i think it's i think it's a trend to see a shift in like what shifting what we value from luxury to maybe practicality wearability and affordability
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. But it's, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how we're so practical (laughs) and how all of that is reflected in our fashion choices.
2: I think, yeah, because I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't think, I mean, shopping and wanting to, you know, consumption will never end. I think it's just the way... Mm -hmm. I think it's just changing the way we do it. So like, what's the optimal way to do it? Are we going to be throwing away our luxury pieces now in favor of like following the trend of mid-tier? Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. (laughs) Like it goes back to the conversation of, oh, go ahead. I'm talking a lot. I'm taking mm -hmm. over this conversation.
0: No, 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 no. I want, no, I need you to finish your
2: thought because I was not going anywhere with mine. book. Okay. Um, I, I guess it goes back to the conversation of like, when is a trend for
1: you versus... When is it being dictated? Yeah.
0: Okay. I was literally just thinking that. I was literally, that's kind of where I was going. I was like, I think it brings it back to like, what is, if if you shopped originally with the intention of what is it that I like? Why am I buying this? Then you you won't get rid of your Louis Vuitton and kick yourself in three years when everybody's rich again or whatever. Do you know, like when economic times are different and when the aesthetic is different. I think that's, and that kind of brings us back to that whole piece that we talked about in one of our first episodes about how mindful consumption and slow fashion as a whole is a mindset, but it's also holistic. So it's like you you don't take these, the slow fashion actions or your you know mindful consumption these pieces aren't isolated incidents everything you do informs the other how you shop how you style how you maintain how you discard everything it's all wait when was it a stigma though really to shop wearing to wear to be wearing mid-tier brands yeah that <laughs> too
2: right <laughs> was yeah. i just in my own yeah, bubble I <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Like, I it's grew J. up Krew. wearing like I'm Levi's so all day, every day, and collect them now, vintage. So it's like, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's because like the we're fed this message that you know you need to aspire to a certain level of owning luxury, and like there's these like milestones that you have to hit that society suggests you know, where society will deem you as successful and having made it or not, Um, which I think it's, you know, why we, at least it's why I chased status items um, for quite a long time. And so I do find it very interesting that maybe that is not a signal of like, or it's not, it's no longer being seen as this like aspirational thing to, to want to get,
0: I think it's a good thing,
2: I do too, yeah, I oh, dig it, yeah, I mean, in general, overall, let's say like you know shopping second hand is sweet, uh, love that, yeah, we're embracing our like norm core a little bit more yeah, <laughs> definitely. Mm-hmm. um maybe mm-hmm. maybe within this you know the mid tier resale thing, maybe it's a sign of us of like people adjusting their spending habits and um you know, learning to be more thrifty and like saving, saving a little bit more money when they're shopping and like looking for quality in a different way. I think that all points toward a really positive trend. But I mean, as we've discussed, I mean, it can go a lot deeper and in different directions too.
1: Yeah. I don't know what the conclusion would be to this one other than, you know, we've already like, I feel like sometimes we repeat ourselves a lot, but I feel like it's again, like you said, Alyssa, it's, it's all about the mindset. It's all about how you shop and mm-hmm. how you how you work with personal style and how you choose to work with with fashion and whatever it means to you because again like I, I feel like where we need to be careful especially in terms of secondhand shopping is to not just you know again make it an an excuse to overconsume in a in a new way and give it this like blueprint of immediately being more sustainable so I I think like it all comes down to again like how how you do it and I think. But I definitely think it's it's great that we're now seeing that, you know, people still want the better quality, but then because it's not necessarily accessible to them if they buy it from new, then they turn to the secondhand shops and, you know, hopefully it's a sign of people, you know, wanting to make more long-term decisions for their wardrobes and not just a matter of wanting more for less. Thank you so much for joining in our conversation this week. If you're enjoying the show, we'd love it if you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple and leave us a rating and review. It's one of the best ways to support the Sustain This Podcast at zero cost to you. We're also a community-led
2: podcast, so if you have any questions for us, topic requests, or even guests you want to hear from, please send us a DM on Instagram at SustainThis_Podcast. underscore podcast. We read all of our comments and look forward to hearing from you. We hope you join us again next Tuesday, where we'll talk about so much
0: more than clothes. Ciao!